Hey friend, have you heard about the Hooks to Crick Ministries Translation Project? Currently, we're working with missionaries and pastors worldwide as we translate Awake My Soul, Three Ways to Ignite Your Relationship with God. This is a new resource that's out there to help anyone walk through a one-on-one time with God, a personal one-on-one. God is all about building relationships with His children. And friends, sometimes that can be a little intimidating and you don't know where to start. So this resource, it walks you through three biblical practices within a minimum of 15 minutes. And we're translating it in multiple languages. So if you'd like to be a part of this translation project, log on to hookstercrook.com. Are you ready for today's episode? Let's start the show. Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. We are challenged to live a life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just a typical everyday? We unpack the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas most of us work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend, and I'll introduce you to some of mine as we engage in coffee chats about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and you're listening to the Red River Podcast. Welcome to the Red River Podcast. I'm so excited you chose to join us today for our special episode. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and today is a day I have been waiting for. But before I even begin to talk about this organization that I love dearly, I want to say hello and do a shout out to our friends who are listening in Kenya and also in Puerto Rico. Guys, I am so thankful that you chose to listen to us today. And I just want to say hello and we love you guys. And how cool is it? How cool is it that God can take a podcast and spread it worldwide? Well, today, an organization that I've talked with, Operation Christmas Child, does that same thing as well. They spread the good news of Jesus worldwide. This organization collects gifts placed in a shoebox for a child around the world. They travel to great lengths. I mean, I'm talking about camels, people. They take camels to deliver some of these boxes. Some of them hike like mountains with boxes on their heads. They go to great lengths because they want to make sure each child knows about Jesus's love for them and what the meaning of Christmas is all about because some of them have never even celebrated Christmas before. With each box, a child receives a booklet with the life story of Jesus in their own language. Isn't that incredible? Their own language. They can read this for themselves. I wanted to have you think back in a time when you first heard the name Jesus. The first time you ever learned that Jesus loved you. How old were you? How did you feel? Who did you tell? Did you go and share it with your parents? Did you go and share it with friends? This gift is so much bigger than just a box full of supplies and toys and games. This box shares to a child the story of God's love for them. They learn that God sent his one and only son to come and live among us, to die on a tree for our sins 
and grant us access to the God Almighty and that he rose again on the third day. We were able to have a relationship with God because of this great gift that God gave us. We are now able to be like Adam before the fall and walk with God daily. What an incredible gift. The whole month of October, I have encouraged you to fill a box or donate to Samaritan's Purse through our link, fundraise.samaritanspurse.org backslash H2C. You can find all of the links for today's show in our show notes below. If you packed a box, friend, it is time to find your drop-off location. And November 12th through the 23rd, these locations will be collecting boxes and sending them worldwide. So you can even track your box. Did you know that? You can track and see which country your box landed in and and find out more about that area. For you to find out where your box lands, though, you have to pay the shipping fee. So just for you to, to know that, you need to pay the shipping fee because, again, this is a nonprofit organization, so they need us not only to fill the boxes, but also to pay for the shipping and shipping cost. I'm just letting you know. Shipping does cost, but they only charge, I think it's $9 for shipping, which is actually pretty cheap. This is something our family looks forward to each year. We love filling several boxes for all ages of kids. And then we pray over each box and then drop them off. Today, I chat with Dodie Messick, who is a retired teacher who taught pre-K through high school in different kinds of locations, such as a hospital bedside, students' homes, and a psychiatric hospital classroom, as well as a regular classroom and in her own home. She is currently the area coordinator for the independent area team of Operation Christmas Child, and she and her husband have been married almost 50 years. That is incredible. She loves being with her two sons and their wives and their and her three grandsons. I can't wait for you to hear all about Operation Christmas Child and how Dodie helps this organization and, and how she wants to encourage you to also help this organization. So grab some paper and a pen with your favorite cup and let's dive into my chat with Dodie Messick. Dodie, thank you so much for joining me on the Red River Podcast. It is such an honor to have you as a representative of Operation Christmas Child. Thank you so much. And it is an honor to be here because we both serve our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And through Operation Christmas Child, that is our goal. Amen. Share, share his love throughout the world. Amen. Amen. Now, Dodie, I've I'd love to know what a typical day looks like for you and how do you get all the different things, all the tasks that you have done? There's no typical to my day because I never know when the phone rings, what's going to change. Just this afternoon, I had someone call and say, uh, when can I, is it possible for me to bring you boxes early? And I said, how early? Tomorrow? She goes, can I really do that? I said, anytime you want, because I'm already receiving. So, you know, you'd stop and and do what people need, which is what how we serve. You know, sometimes I have my own agenda of what I think I need to get done that day with whether it's making phone calls or uh, actually sewing or preparing things for the boxes. And um, phone call comes in and, oh, I need uh, 25 boxes. Can we meet somewhere and get them? So 
you know, my day is belongs to the Lord and however he makes, he has it go is the way it goes for me. Wow. That's awesome. I love how you're, you have such a servant's heart and you're willing to just serve anytime that you're needing to step in, you just do that. And, and that's exactly what operation Christmas child does as well. Samaritan's purse. That's their mission is just to be a servant to the Lord. And I love that. Now, how did you recognize or how did you step out and, and, and start volunteering with Operation Christmas Child? How did that whole process happen? Early on, several years ago, we were living in Southern California, way up in the mountains, and someone brought the idea of shoe, of, uh, shoe boxes to our church. Well, that struck me as awesome. So we started doing that. And I'm always curious. So I wanted to know what, what happens when they leave this church? Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend said, well, why don't you come down to the processing center at Orange County and check it out? So when I went down there and I saw this huge warehouse full of people packing boxes and going through them, making sure everything was was correct, and then would stop every felt like every 15 minutes and prayed over the boxes. I never felt like I'd been in such a holy place. Mm. It was completely serving God and I wanted to do more. Um, I got a no for doing anything more than that in California. Then we moved here and God answered me with a wait Mm. and I waited and I waited. And then just this past um, May, um, our area point of contact, regional point of contact asked me, would I please serve as area coordinator? I said, I don't even know what that means. And she said, I'll walk you through it, but you're ready for it. And I said, I just wish I were 10 years younger. And she said, no, your time is now. God needs you right now. Mm. And that's when I knew it, the time was right. That's awesome. Yes. I love that because God has never finished with us. It doesn't matter how old we are until we are, until we're dead. He is not done with us. And we continue to live a life on mission each and every day until we go see him up in heaven, right? Until we have arrived with him. I love that. I love that you're still pressing into him and doing exactly what he's asking you to do and even learning new things. Cause I mean, it sounds like your leader spoke with you about this and and had to really walk you through it, but said, you've got this, you can do this. You can learn how to do this really well. Did you experience some setbacks along the way as you were learning how to, to, to be a part of this journey with operation Christmas child? The first setback, uh, and it's really been the only major one to us, was um, internet data. Mm. Uh, we live out in the country. We had my husband and I had never really um, come to terms with purchasing more data. We just struggled uh, each month to live on. I think it was ten gigabytes, which is hardly a drop in the bucket to what we needed, but. In California, we had had all that we needed on fiber optic cable. We come to the country and it's a totally different story. Mm-hmm. So um, I prayed about it for, for, the, for two months while I was thinking and deciding this was really what God wanted me to do. And on the day when I met with um, the regional director and my regional point of contact, we discussed the whole thing with my husband. Um, that's when I said, yes. I will do this. And when we left the meeting, uh, much to my surprise and joy, my husband looked at me and said, let's go by the Verizon store. It's time to um, work on our data. And so we left with him getting a new phone and me getting and, and us getting a jet pack for our data. And now we're able to serve without fussing about uh, Internet data. 
That's awesome. I, I love how just God provided. He was like, okay, I'm going to get your husband ready and we're going to go do this. Exactly right. That's what it is. If I stop whining, God starts working. <laughs> oh, I love that. If I stop whining, God starts working. I love that. That's a great sticky statement. I love it. Now, Operation Christmas Child, how did you, you kind of shared a little bit about how it all started and your passion. Um, can you give us examples of ways that God is working through Operation Christmas Child and what they're doing now? Yes, I can. It's easy for me to share my passion for Operation Christmas Child because over the years, I have never seen a ministry that works from the very beginning with a person who decides they want to fill a shoebox with school supplies and hygiene items and toys. And it touches that person. It touches all of the hands that touch that box along its journey. And just for example, when the boxes leave uh, my drop-off location at uh, First Baptist Brenham, we take the boxes to College Station, to the central drop-off station. The man there named Gerald has shared with me that each year, because he's older and these boxes get heavier, he uses a lot of groups from Texas A&M, uh, clubs, organizations to, for, for people to come and help move the boxes from truck to truck. And after a week of doing this, Gerald said, it seems like every year, some of these guys will come to him and say, Gerald, we've been working here for a week. We see nothing but smiles on the faces of people who come. What's in these boxes that are, that's so special? And from there, Gerald is able to lead them through the plan of salvation and explain to them what this shoebox is doing and where it's going and to serve Jesus Christ. And every time one or more of these young men will ask to receive Christ as Savior. So you see, that's just touching the box, the power of prayer from the very beginning, now through the boxes, then as it continues on its way to the processing center, the prayer continues to cover those boxes. We pray for all the people who touch these boxes along its path to be safe, to be careful, but to be touched by the love of God. Then over on the receiving end, these countries, these local churches, these communities have come together and these local believers have studied and taken classes and conferences on how to lead people to Christ, how to share the gospel, how to teach the discipleship training. And when these children come into the distribution, they are prepared, they are ready to receive these children. And the children get to hear the gospel for the very first time. It's so amazing that some kids immediately bow their heads and ask to receive Christ. Mm. But even in a situation like they had in Mongolia a couple of years ago, uh, the local church um, wanted to present shoeboxes to the children of prisoners. Mm. Now, I'm not sure if this took place in the prison, and I think it did because there were guards around, prison guards. Mm -hmm. And when they saw all these children happily receiving boxes, they turned to the host and said, can we get boxes for our children too? 
And they said, yes, of course, we'll come back. So they brought back with more. And when they shared those boxes with their children and they heard the gospel, those guards received Christ. Wow. Wow. It never stops. It continues to go on and on and on. And that is, that is the amazing thing of how this journey of a shoebox continues to work. Wow. That is incredible. I love that. So I love that you guys have, um, I, I watched your video and you, you share in the video that each child who receives a box gets a book that is translated in their own language so yes. that they could read about Jesus themselves. And I love that because Hookster Creek Ministries, we are a nonprofit organization as well. And we have a translation project that is a discipleship. So we, uh, we have a book called Awake My Soul, and we are translating it into multiple languages so that missionaries and pastors can use it to yes. walk people through how to develop that personal relationship with God using three biblical principles. And it really makes it personal. And so when I heard about that, the books are translated in these languages, my heart melted because that's exactly, that is my passion is to make sure each and every person see for themselves that mm -hmm. God loves them, that Jesus came for them. And that's exactly what Operation Christmas Child does. And that is exciting for me. Now, I know, is there any urgency right now today to share the gospel through a shoebox? That's, that is the hot button right now. Okay. Um, just on a, a Zoom call today with several of the directors and vice presidents of Samaritan's Purse, the one word that kept being repeated was urgency. Mm. In my prayers, in my quiet time, I feel an urgency mm -hmm. to get this gospel out. I don't know how much time we're left we're going to have. Right. Uh, that's not for us to know, but it is for us to know that we need to pack one more box just one more child to hear yes, the gospel. Yes. And one church shared with me today that they've normally done 50 boxes. It's a church of only 50 members, but she set a goal for 70. And she said two weeks ago, they had already passed that goal because she says, Dodie, there's an urgency this year. I feel we need to get more boxes out there. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the whole urgency. Everyone is feeling, I can't even get enough boxes, mm -hmm. which is a wonderful problem this year. Um, it's not even a problem. We can always fill a box. We can fill any box. Right. And yes. that's, that's the important thing. Yes, absolutely. Well, I, I feel the urgency as well. And, and it is to proclaim the gospel. And it's, it's one way for us to do that through these boxes. And that is the power of a box. And I love that. And so I have a friend and her mom is in one of these countries that Operation Christmas Child comes to. Mm -hmm. And she said that she was one of those little girls who, because so many kids come and at this time when she was a little girl, there wasn't enough boxes and she that breaks my heart. It breaks my heart as well. And that's why when I heard her story of how she walked away without a box, Dodie, <laughs> I want to make sure every child, yes. whether you are, you know, from zero months to 18, that you have a box 
because you need to know that Jesus loves you. And so that is why Hookster Crook Ministries and Red Rover Podcast, why we have been promoting about you guys and sharing about you guys since October. And I am just, I'm so grateful that you have said yes to Jesus and you have walked through living this life on mission for him and using these boxes to teach his word. It is such an honor to have you today. Now, could you give a cup of wisdom to somebody who's maybe listening right now and they're struggling, they're struggling to live this life on mission. What words of encouragement or even a scripture could you tell them to hold on tight to? The one that comes to mind to me um, is whatsoever we do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord, not unto man, but unto God. And when we do that, it doesn't matter if we have a full-time job um, outside the home or a full-time job inside the home, no matter where we are, whether, whether we're um, a young mom or a grandmother, every day is special. And if you will just ask God to give you an opportunity each day to be open to listen to someone in need, to share the gospel with them if they need it, but just to be aware of the needs of others. You know, the, the Bible says we love God and we love others. And when we open ourselves to letting God work through us, those opportunities come mm. all the time. And that is what I suggest we do, no matter what position we're in. Amen. Amen. Ah. Oh. It has been a pleasure having you on the podcast tonight. Can I just tell you, it has been a true pleasure. How can people get a hold of you, Dodie, if they want to, if they want to find out more about Operation Christmas Child, if they're wanting to pack a box, if they're wanting to find a location, because this is going, this is actually a podcast that goes worldwide. And so I'd love to know how can they find out how to get a, how to pack a box, where to go take a box, and then are there ways for them to contribute even outside of purchase or purchasing a box and, and building a box? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and there's room for volunteering too. So Samaritanspurse.org is the place to start. If you go to the flying shoebox icon that is Operation Christmas Child, that, that site is what helps you to learn. The drop-down menu is for how to pack a box there's um, a drop-down menu for where, uh, where to take your box when you are ready to turn it in during National Collection Week. Um, there's a way to pay online for the shipping and handling. Uh, and if you cannot even get out and fill your own box and take it to someone who is collecting boxes, you can always build a box online. It is the best way for people to actually do something. And it's important because those items in that box that you build online are carefully chosen to go to countries that have to be very careful what comes into their country. They are carefully selected to provide no problems with culture differences or religious differences. Mm. And they go to hard to reach um, unknown countries and they really do make a difference. I heard today that before last year, we only averaged about 20 to 30,000 boxes a year built online. Now 
after last year, over 400,000 were built online. And wow. those are special shoe boxes that we really, really need to have. So if you can do that, that would be great. If you're interested in uh, volunteering um, with Operation Christmas Child, we have year-round opportunities. That also is on that website. And if you go to that website and give them your information, they will get in touch with an area coordinator that is closest to you. And that works all over the world. That's incredible. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. I am, I have been blessed just from hearing what God is doing through this ministry, through you guys and how you're touching so many lives. So thank you, Dodie, for coming on tonight with me. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and a joy to, to be with you tonight. Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed my guest and I hope you thought about a friend who could possibly use this episode as well to give them some encouragement to move forward in living this missional lifestyle. That's a really easy way for us to share the good news is just share it with a friend. Also, we'd love to hear back from you. It takes a few seconds just to write a little review and we read each and every one of them. I also want to encourage you to check out our website, hookstocrook.com, to find out more about our translation project and also to learn about our Red Rover Women's Conference that's coming up on June 10th and 11th in Brookshire, Texas. We have amazing speakers and phenomenal musicians coming to spend time with our women. And right now we have an early bird special pricing for this conference. It's a two-day conference only costing $75, but that price only lasts till December 31st. So if you're interested in joining us for the Red Rover Women's Conference theme, Love Where You Are, then log on to hookstercrook.com slash mhmerch. All right, friend. Thanks again for coming and hanging out with us today. I hope you have a blessed day.